0: Something went on here and something went on there. This time on TNT. We play Song Association. I got a new ride, bots! Plus, why did Burton Cummings move to Moose Jaw? That's all coming up right now on TNT. So picture this, bud. Yeah. The phone rings this morning, right? Yeah. It's like probably 7... 15. So I'm up and I'm, already I'm up. into the day, but I'm still kind of a little bit groggy. Sure. Indy answers the phone. No one's there. So she hands it to me and I say, Hello. And this voice says, This is Visa Security calling. Um, there were two purchases uh, on your card at five o'clock this morning one for $1,100 for Google Play and one for $300 from eBay. So we need to cancel your card if these purchases weren't you. Were they you? So this was definitely Visa calling, not like some scam. Visa security. So yeah. I say, no, it it wasn't me. And the guy's like, perfect, just need to verify your card. I'll give you the first two numbers. You tell me the next two numbers of the card. I'm like, okay. So he says, four five, and I says Wait a minute. Yeah, that's the first. You got to go to the next one. That's a scam, man. I said, wait a minute. And he says, (laughs) what? And I said, what bank did you say you were from again? And he said, I'm from Visa Security. And I said, I know that, but which bank are you from? And he said, you tell me the next two numbers of your credit card, and I'll tell you which bank I'm from. I need to verify it's you first. And I was like, I need to verify it's you first. So I eventually hung up, eventually, seconds later hung up and was like, well, I'm going to call myself or check my thing, but I'm, I'm fairly gullible and it took me a minute. But if you were a senior or Or you're done, you're done, they do it. Yeah. And they call my house every day. Someone I'd say my home landline, the only calls are scam mom. (laughs) Or spam. Yeah, people trying to call, and that's what they do. They say you've been charged on your card, or they say it's uh, uh they 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 say it's your bank. It's just yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and it was a good scam because it, you hear the word, especially this time of year. You hear the word security, you hear a credit card, you hear someone bought a thing, you did, it wasn't you, like, emotions are running high anyway, finances are tight for a lot of people. Nice, um, man. They just used a couple of those, like, hair on the back of your neck words, like, security and right away, and we have to, like, oh my, yes, of course. Yeah, and, no, that's that's, uh, I guess it's, those are just starting to become more common in the East, but that's, like for the last five years every day and it's if it's not uh a bank or a credit card telling you you're scammed it's like somebody i don't know why but someone asking if you need your ducks cleaned oh really That's you're getting it. a lot of duck eyes oh man yeah really you get those ducks oh yeah get up, up and there's those ducks <laughs> really i don't know why yeah Um, the, the first inkling I had, and maybe it should have come a lot sooner, but the first inkling I had was when he got chippy with me. Like, I, I don't remember Royal Bank security getting chippy with me before. And, and, and it should be obviously when they call like Visa or Scotiabank or whatever, you know, your bank actually on the phone. Well, so this is my question is, is, uh, Scotiabank four five one six and royal banks four five zero five and does every bank have their own four digit start yeah Yeah. so that's why he was like i'll tell you the first two numbers you tell me the next two and i'll tell you what bank yeah i'm not sure if it's the bank or the card type or whatever but yeah it's definitely the first four numbers are always like the starting giveaway but yeah nice one good good one there i got him there you go almost almost gotcha Almost got me. Because um, what if you once you once they have your uh, information, right? That's that. Like I know they, that's if you that. Fired out that that uh, card number to them. They'd be like, "All right, we're gonna get that sorted for you right away, and we'll call you back with a little clarification, make sure everything's good." Call. Well, I had slash. a nanosecond where I was like, I kind of want to play this out and see where it goes. Like, so Whoa. he he says four five. What are the next two numbers, for example, and say, yeah. for the purposes of this conversation only, I said the next two numbers were zero eight. Then he's like, OK, you're a Royal Bank customer or whatever. Then yeah. then what? How does it get the rest of the card out of me? I wonder. I don't know. I guess. Well, I guess once you say that, you're probably assume and think that you're in good hands. Right. So you just start flying with them the rest of the way. Right. But. uh yeah, just keep the wares. Keep aware out there. Yeah, Get keep aware. There. Because he was so um, conspiratorial. Like, yep, it it, it does. It happens a lot this time of year. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm so, yes, no, that oh, wasn't me. And then Carol this said, time when, of year. when I started to tell her the story, she was like, yeah, was it uh, Google Play and it was uh, like an eBay thing? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> right away. So she said, yeah, they left a message last week. Call oh, back right I away. Did. They already had a little line in the water. Yeah. Why would you leave a message? Anyway. Wow. Anyway, you'll be happy to know I'm okay. Yeah, no kidding. You're ready for the holidays, though. I'm okay. We're we're ripping. We're we're burling right into December here. And uh, there's snow on the ground. The the ice is kind of dipping. Look, today there's a little tiny uh, bit of ice forming, but... I think it's going to be plus eight on the weekend. So this is just kind of a little tip, the beginning of it. It's probably, uh, how how much snow you got home there? None. None? No, all last week was like 12 degrees. There was a day it was 15. Most days are nine. Um, We've been doing this nature trail near our house. It's 5.7 kilometers and we've been doing it every morning and usually with joy. And it has been like hot like uh, I, I'm actually kind of sweaty by the time we're finished it it's so unseasonably warm but we'll take it you know you're gonna take it we oh. uh, hey but I we updates remember last week we were talking about Burton and Randy yes some bods uh tweeted in and gave us a good info that Burton lives in moose Jaw now and I forgot that Randy lives in salt Spring Island oh yeah, of course he's, he's yeah, he's lived there forever. Well, in but, Burton, uh, the Moose Jaw incident. What? Apparently, yeah. That, that barely, yeah. <laughs> the neighbor incident was in Moose Jaw. Yeah, yeah. Where he was just uh, what was he partying too loud? Is that what it was? No, basically? he wasn't. The people next door were, and oh, he complained. They were partying. He, which is like, come on! Imagine how many times he did that in his life. I I wonder what took him to Moose Jaw. Is because, I I wonder, eh? That's that's interesting. I'm looking. Moose Jaw Dance Studio handed six bylaw charges after Burton Cummings uh, the dance uh, filed noise complaints. Other. This was March 19th, 2019. I mean, this I I can't believe we didn't talk about this I at know. the time. Well, well dance the, fitness think- with Kira and Moose Jaw, like like if they had like we're jamming, definitely if it was like disco, d- disco burton cummings jams or guess who jams he'd be fine but it was probably the tunes or just too much so moose jaw police have handed the owner of a downtown dance studio <laughs> six bylaw charges following noise complaints from a canadian rock star police did not release the name of the business but dance fitness with kira owner kira Klassen confirmed to cbc on monday that she was charged It's on the second floor of a brick building next door to a residential loft building. Burton Cummings lives in the neighboring building, according to her. She said he has called the police several times about the noise, while a building resident from the other suite also complained to authorities. Jim Goers, who spoke to CBC, said Cummings also came into the studio in the middle of a class and became angry with Klassen about the noise. In a news release, police say they've received a number of noise complaints from several residential tenants. The charges follow an investigation. Cummings' complaints led to a motion by city council to reevaluate business licenses for areas with homes and businesses. <laughs> this, like, let, because last week was so fun. Can we do one more time now that we know so some new info, like Rod and Burton having lunch, but like Ro- Ro- Rod's talking to Burton about Moose Jaw properties or why he's leaving and. And Burton wants to explain why he's going to to the jaw. Yes. Can I, here's, I just want to finish this. (laughs) Clausen said she's tried to meet with Cummings to come up with a solution, but he has declined. I'm frustrated, she says, but the truth will come out. It always does. Last week, Burton's manager told the Canadian press he has no comment. She says she's worked with her landlord to add some soundproofing and has her music peaking at 74 decibels, similar to the level of noise From a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, but he can still hear it. That's the problem. He's thinking in his mind, like, I can still hear it. So that's still, like, over the line, even though it's even slightly audible. This it like, (laughs) you know how Google has related stories? Yeah. Um, There's a related story. The headline is, share the land, colon. Guess who frontman Burton Cummings tells Moose Jaw Dance Studio to turn down the music? Share the land is a lazy headline for that story. It's like, uh, what's, I don't know, taking care of noise complaints? No. I know, share the land. People Stand tall. Yeah, stand tall uh, against noise complaints. Uh, taking care of uh, fitness studios. Um... People wrote in about Rod Peeler, too. He's a real Winnipeg legend. They loved Rod Peeler, and he's, yeah, he's, he's legit. And to the point where uh, he was, like, buddies with Neil Young and all this stuff. He's kind of like the Canadian Donovan, but he does real estate. Yeah. (laughs) Rod Peeler. He's a legend. And people from Winnipeg are, like, uh, kind of protective. Like, they they were sort of proud that They're like don't don't mess with yeah Bob, yeah they they, they wanted to make sure it was like yeah he's he's a legend here and he's he's one of ours but we're not making fun of him no, no we're just he's you know it's him and burton partying at the at uh, at the steakhouse exactly what is it ray and ray and jerry's well uh <laughs> i i keep wanting to say stella's but that's the breakfast joint yeah, Stella's is a great breakfast place. Ray and they Jerry's. There this t- they, they could be there this time. But Ray, yeah, they could be um, at breakfast, breakfast. At Stella's. But Ray and Jerry's Steakhouse, Ray is spelled R-A-E. So I yeah. want to believe that it's a couple, Ray and Jerry, and they own this steakhouse together. And I want to believe she would be played by like Rhea Perlman with a, with a blonde wig on. Like, that for sort sure. of thing. Well, I guess... I bet you it's a solid spot. You know, know um, I've can. eaten there. When we did the John Vision tour have? across the country, uh, that's where our crew dinner was after the Winnipeg show. I might have eaten there and not known, for sure. Well, so, yeah. I can't believe that no one has dragged you to Ray and Jerry's in all the times you've they been in Winnipeg have. over the years. I think... That's one of those things where I probably didn't, like, look at the name or, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just end up eating at a place and you don't remember the name. It's classic, I know I've though. I have had many great nights in Winnipeg, that's for sure. it's um, situated right downtown, so. Well, the Winnipeg story that always sticks out in my mind for you is doing the Ronnie at Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Walking out. We were at the uh, Portage Place Theatres. <laughs> And uh, yeah, my dad told me when he was a kid, if, if you want to get into a pack movie, the best way to get in is walk backwards while the crowd's walking out into the... Th- like So walking backwards while the crowd's with you, shoulder to shoulder, into the place and then go into the theater. Or it, go, go right to the It's candy so place. genius. And it, it the whole band, it was OLP and it was a, a day off in in winnipeg and pulp fiction had just come out so there was a like a lineup down the the stairs basically and uh that we did it and it worked all four of us i started it and they're like oh my god it did worked sold out movie more times if it's banging that's the move i don't know if like because people are flowing at that huge capacity on the exit if you like pretend you drop something or oops and just kind of back oh sorry (laughs) Classic Ronnie move from New York in the 50s. That's such a big idea, though. I love the the thinking outside the box. <laughs> I know, I know. But it works. It's really good. It's a great move. Um, I'm sure I, it would work anywhere. Uh, so I told you I wanted to play a game today that uh, Indy and I have been playing um, that cracks me up for some reason... What they do is it's one of those like Cosmo magazine or Glamour or one of those magazines get they get a celebrity let's do in. That. We let's play that game but we still have to do Rod and Burton at just at Stellas. Oh story. sure, okay. Just for f- fun. I got I the tune going. no more lonely nights. From the hey Give, guys, give <laughs> my regards to <laughs> Broad <like>? Street soundtrack. <laughs> what's, yeah, would you guys like some breakfast? I hear you go, you guys. Yeah. I'll have uh, two it's, what is really good at cellars, the jam right can I have uh, oh yeah baby gotta get the jam yeah okay so I'll have two orders of toast with the jam and uh, four eggs over easy Whoa, two eggs scrambled and uh, the bacon extra crispy but then an order of chewy bacon as well you like the scramby eggs do you baby I didn't know that Roddy <laughs> you know they're uh they're playing Paul here. I love Paul. Me and Paul. Way back, me and Paul. What? I, okay. Where did you ever meet Paul? Well, I, uh, my parents, uh, well, I mean, if you ask Randy, he was asked to be in the Beatles, but uh, if you ask me, the truth is I, I remember seeing, uh, seeing the Beatles the first time uh, everybody else did. And that was, uh, on the Ed Sullivan show. Excuse and me for I a second. Just- I just have to go to the bathroom. Okay, no problem. I was blown away. Oh, I see that there's three or four people looking at me. Uh, hi, yes. Hey, so I, uh, Mr. Cummings. I, yeah. Hi, uh, you probably don't recognize me. Um, did, does my face look familiar? uh no, I. Uh, oh, can't put it anywhere. Oh, that's right. Um, I guess you haven't seen me since court. Uh, it's me, Kira from oh. Fitness with Kira. I'm just in Winnipeg for the weekend. And, uh, oh, since you uh, wouldn't meet with me to discuss the noise complaint, um, I thought maybe now is a good time. Do you mind if I sit down? Uh, actually, uh, to be honest, I mean, I thought I've, uh, said everything I, I else I had to say about this. Through your manager, was, uh, you did, yeah. But I begins thought... Begins with a, begins with a no and starts and ends with a comment. And, uh, I believe it's, the problem is, is if it's just, you, you know, you're playing your music too loud for your little dancing, whatever else, and, uh... know it's uh it's very difficult trying to write music as uh you know as legends do legends should be left uh, to uh, to be quiet in their semi-retirement kira do you know what i have here in my bag this is uh this is a dyson um it's a dyson hand vacuum and it uh vacuums at 74 decibels can i turn it on for a sec sure See, that's wow. as loud as my that's, music is. It's 74 decibels. Were you able to hear me well, over that vacuum? I, I was able to hear you, but uh, see, that was a, that, that's a great example for what I'm trying to say, which is that vacuum sounds a lot better than the music that you're playing. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe, maybe you need a little better selection of music in your fitness studio. People get better exercise, all that stuff. That music that you're playing is bad for you. Did you know that? It's poison? Can I tell you something, Mr. Cummings? I know you've threatened me. Uh, you haven't been willing to meet with me. You've cowardly threatened me through your manager. Can I get a little more marmalade, please? I'll I'll leave you with this, Mr. Cummings. Bababa Baby, you ain't seen nothing on. yet. Oh, very funny. <laughs> Bababa. Keep baby. talking, baby. You ain't seen nothing yet, Mr. Cummings. Watch your back while you sleep in your lazy boy chair in the afternoon while I'm trying to make a living. I might just buy your little place so it can keep it quiet forever. Perhaps I'll just play make a a disco Bachman-Turner-Overdrive song that you can take with you and play in some new place. Jer, walk me through why Burton would move to Moose Jaw. I figure he probably caught the eye of Beautiful girl, you think that lived, that lived that worked at the Tim Hortons in the jaw.
1: Do you think like, he moved there
0: for love? Met, met her at the 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 bar at the racetrack. Serious question. I think fo- I, th- I think he followed his heart. Yeah, that's my guess. I, I mean, what the heck else could it be? Well, this is a serious question, and I say it with all the respect that a Canadian legend is due. Does Burton have... Yeah, of course. Of course. He has American woman money by, like, uh, Lenny Kravitz. Like, he doesn't need the dough, does he? Yeah. I gotta think it's gotta be a relationship thing. Okay. I don't know. All right. What do you think? What's your guess? Well, I. I mean, my guess is he's running. He's not running back to Saskatoon. He's running away from something. <laughs> I, I guess I'm kind of curious as to what it would be. But you know what else it is? None of my beeswax. Running, I, I don't think he's running away from anything. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe it's a similar thing where it's like. <laughs> he's like, I said, I'm getting away from that battle axe. Well, I I, at least I didn't mean a person. Hours. I meant <laughs> like familiar habits no. or um, people, right? If, I need an area code buffer zone. Well, if he had like certain people that were like, "Come on, man, let's go uh, get banged up," and he's like, "You know what? I'm trying not to do that." Maybe it was just easier to move to Moose Jaw. Maybe his you think mom it was lives there. Do you, you, you think it was sobriety? Don't you? <laughs> uh, no, I, I told you what I think it is. I think it was a, a woman that brought him out there. But we need to find this out for real. Here's another uh, lazy headline. Ready? <laughs> Guess who's moving to Moose Jaw? No, that's not a real... Yeah, it is. Saying. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Well, maybe it's in the article. Read it. <laughs> Running back to Moose Jaw? Guess who frontman Burton Cummings finds no! new home? Off- yes. <laughs> Moose Jaw is like Mayberry, says Canadian rock icon. Move aside tunnels and mineral spa. There's another attraction in Moose Jaw nowadays. Canadian rock and roll icon Burton Cummings has moved into the neighborhood. The former Guess Who frontman said he decided to move to the mid-sized Saskatchewan city, population slightly under 34,000, just over a year ago, after decades of living in the States. I was in L.A. for 40 years, the big city, and you know, get a little older now, said Cummings, who's about to turn 71. Now that I'm over 40, I'd like to slow down a bit, and I really do like Moose Jaw. He said the city is, in quotes, small and, in quotes, sane compared to Southern California. Very little violence here. Very little traffic. I've been very comfortable here. There you go. I wonder. Well, so that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Yeah. Because they could have been anywhere in Canada to find that. I know half the people here. Now a household name coming stands out a little bit in this new community. <laughs> I get stopped on the street Sorry. for selfies and autographs and stuff, but it's charming <laughs> here, he said. Maybe Maybe, maybe that's like... It's like, because if he went to Winnipeg, but he, I thought he had a place in Winnipeg. I did too. Like, I guess he spent summers or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe uh, he wants just to change. There's only one downside to Moose Jaw, according to Burton Cummings. Can you guess what it is? (laughs) Um, The bars being closed early? (laughs) No. No. There isn't an international airport. You can't fly in and out. I fly so much, he said. I have to drive to Regina and then fly out of there. Sense there, you go. So he's ripping to the ripping. So I wonder why he didn't just uh rip to Regina. I guess that's well, too I'll big tell now. you, it's too big. What? Yeah, it's too big. Um, I grew up in Winnipeg where it's always 100 below zero. Moose jaw is very mild. Oh, so it's weather too. There you go. Yeah, he moved there for the weather. <laughs> yeah, 100 below. Oh, that's it. I love it. It's all wrapped up with a bow on it. Mystery I think solved. No, it's going on. It's like it's Mayberry. So- that's why he lives there. <laughs> obviously. Oh, man. Okay, so here's the game that we're going to play. I've been playing it with uh, yeah. Indian. Like I said, it came from some cosmopolitan magazine or something. You know, they get Lizzo or whoever to sit in a chair and they give her a word And she has to sing the first song that comes to mind with that word. So um, uh, obviously the words are kind of softballs. And in in some cases, they are designed to lead her to one of her songs. Like they might say truth is the word. So she sings truth hurts. But in most cases, they are just uh, broad words that you might find in a lot of songs. Yeah. So I thought we should play. Let's do it. So, uh, all you have to do is sing the first song that comes to mind when I give you a word. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, I'll give you a word. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Obviously, uh, you're trying to sing a song as quickly as you can after the word. Yeah. Okay. Car. Um, who's going to drive you home tonight? Does that not have the word car in it? Oh, I you can't it. go in on. In the verse? Oh, it baby, you great. can drive my car. boo doo 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 Wow. Put, put car and drive. Getting in my car. Who's going to drive your car home tonight? Okay, baby, you can drive my car. Wow. Okay, it's like um, uh, that game that we play with the whiteboards. My first thought is usually bad. My second thought is good. Okay. I like changing it. The word, like when Jet was putt playing golf and he made the putt and he's like, it's in the way that you putt it. <laughs> We were just in the Sobeys parking lot, and Carol said, Is that so and so? And she said, Oh, no, he's not that gray, is he? And I immediately sang, He's not that crazy. He's not that crazy. All right. Oh, nice. No. Okay. Here's your word it's a softball. Ready? Yeah. Love. Okay. Uh, the things I do for love. <laughs> the things that I one. do for love, <laughs> things I do for love, the things I do for love. It's good. It has play-along factor. Okay, what's my next word? Uh, your next word is ship. Ship. Ship to shore. Do you read me anymore? The line is bad and faded. Do you know that song? No. Krista Berg. Oh, no. Nice. It might have been the B-side to Lady in Red. <laughs> and it had like a clap, like, ship to shore, do you read me anymore? One of those. Oh, man. It's a banger. <laughs> Chris DeBerg, that was a, to know the, the not Lady in Red, that's deep. <laughs> okay, you ready? It, you actually, That means because you had the single and you played the other side. I right? might have had the cuss single. That's right, for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? Summer. Yeah. Okay. After the boys of summer are gone. Nice. There was a bit of uh, Randy and Burton that Bing, snuck in there at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine for that probably would have been, <laughs> He came down through of green on the summer side of life. <laughs> yeah. How much does okay. Gord like Burton? How much does Gord Lightfoot like Burton? Cummins? Yeah, I'm going to say they've got into a couple verbal shoving matches over the years. Yeah, I probably think he doesn't have a lot of time for him. Gord thinks guess. Burton's pretty big feeling. <laughs> yeah, he big time me back in the Junos in 82. My mother-in-law drops <laughs> important in italics. like, I oh, oh, he's quite important. Honestly, probably not. They probably get along great, but it's always fun to pretend that there's a a chirps going on. Right. It's probably a small group of people that are in that club at that level in Canada, and it's probably pretty cool. Anne-Marie lives back in Halifax now. She's in that group. back there now? Yeah. When did that happen?
1: A year ago. She was here
0: forever. Wow. Yeah. She was in the SOG, but she's been here for a year. Oh, wow. She moved out. Yeah. The SOG. She was in the SOG before. Yeah. I think she was, she was I know she was a, uh, a member at uh, the women's golf club in Thornhill. Was so she? A bit of a commute. She's probably tired of ripping the 407 every day for 40 minutes to get. Yeah, tee it up. no kidding. Coming from the SOG. What's in Marie's handicap, if you had to guess? I think when she was rocking it, probably in the teens. Wow. Yeah. I think she's played a lot of golf. She loves golf. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Anne-Marie loves the golf. I've played like uh, events with her and she was always uh, super sweet. Do you know... Really cool. She has a great career. For sure. And And, part of it is because she just tapped out. She's like, that was fun. I'm out of here. No, but the coolest thing is how she kind of lost everything and got it back again. That was... So that's another reason... Why she kind of... What do you mean? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think she kind of lost a lot of of what she made and uh, and then uh, just kind of got taken advantage of a little bit. And I think when she started working with Bruce Allen, that's when she kind of got everything. And this was a long time ago. She's had it together for decades, but I think there was a bit of a lull that kind of... She needed to kind of get her stuff back and get things sorted and whenever people are managed by people or record companies or publishing companies that can get, uh, screwed over pretty easily. So, so was you know, it one of those, like back. she, she gave up the rights to her songs and I'm so, not sh- yeah, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure, but I just know that like, um, she just kind of, uh, I think, uh, had to get like back in the right, with the right leadership and just, uh, had to get the you know the right things back in place to get things sorted again. Wow! I think it was more of a of a. I guess if you're running one thing one way and and uh, so something happened where it just wasn't working. Yeah. And uh, you you know. You found the right person to kind of open the proper doors to get back on track. I think that's what happened. Um, Anne Murray has sold 55 million copies. And if you like she she probably in certain circles doesn't get enough props for her voice try like she makes it sound so simple that people might write her off sometimes try to sing an Anne-marie song you can't do it yeah she's phenomenal and, I mean and that uh, she made Danny's song was a, a hit it was not a hit until she sang it, so that's something yeah. Something right there. I like me some Anne-Marie. What's,
1: what what what's, do you think of Taylor Swift,
0: to... by the way? It's my turn to give you a word. What do you think of Taylor yeah. Swift re-recording her entire catalog? Uh, whatever. I mean, I think it's something that she wants to do and needs to do to uh, for her own self. But, I mean, like, I think she was... That's, that's a classic example of when you do something... One way or when people say one thing and kind of change their mind and business uh, relationships can sour quickly and uh, when you have two powerful people that are trying to take advantage of the other, that's awful. And that yeah kind of stuff gets nuts. so it makes sense that she's doing that, but like I don't know if it makes a difference for people that are listening to the music, right? It's just doesn't you know it's kind of what have salad if you ask me. I think because I don't, I don't. What's the point? It's not. You're not going to make the song better. You're trying to do it exactly so it, people don't notice a difference. So then, which is impossible. <laughs> it really is. To, it's like reshooting a movie and thinking it's going to be the same. Yeah. So, well, I know yeah. in in a, in a smaller way, you called it demo right? We'd record a song to kind of use it as a reference and yeah. then try you to chase get that back. magic. You never do no and it's uh to to try and recreate one song like i listen to uh, you hear it a lot on either spotify or a- apple music or streaming services when you hear a, a hit that's re-recorded by the same artist later for that purely the publishing reasons and it's always terrible yeah it's always awful like not even close it feels like a karaoke version of the song because you've got to think about all the stuff, each, each instrument, especially older music where the room, the mics, the, like there's no way you're going to re-achieve re, uh, that kind of sound and that feel and that performance. And even though her music, uh, those early records are... A, there's a little more of a digital element. You can't just go into a studio and recall all those sounds. It's just... They won't sound the same. And, uh, again, it's just this is just for her own personal... Uh, her own life. This is why she's doing it. The Scooter studio, Braun it made some like Skrilla, though. She, yeah. But that's that's how those guys work. Yeah. bit Managers or whatever. I mean, it, it, he's still... He still owned it and uh, he felt that he felt so strongly against her that she, he didn't want her to have it no matter what, which is pretty uh, bizarre and not cool because it's somebody's art. But that happens. That's show business, baby, not show feelings. Okay, here's your next word. Ready? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Friend. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me, <laughs> you know. That's <laughs> you know that one scene, in, is it Toy Story three? Yeah, it's like a friendship will never die, die, die. <laughs> when it shows, like they're going away in the car, and it's the re, they redo the whole college <laughs> scene, and Andy's all older, and it's like all sad. <laughs> it's um, you know, they they the Pixar, they catch you with the memories. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like driving away in the car our friendships will never die die. Oh. <laughs> and then I do that with even Annalise like when we saw it I, I joked around about it with her later so at least she, you know as, as sad as it is there's a, a humor element in remembering that happening of like how it's like a classic example of like movie just trying to get you <laughs> But so overt, and it does. Oh, oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Nobody gets to the gut like Pixar. Um. <laughs> They're the best. I was thinking about that Coke, that Coco movie. Is like, it's the full on like that. It, it if there were heartstrings, that whole movie was played all on heartstrings. <laughs> I, f- I found that hard to watch. Yeah. Is that so the Mexican if, uh, one? yes yeah i found it hard to watch i in fact i would go so far as to say i didn't enjoy it because it's so intense well yeah and maybe maybe the girls were a bit young or i was kind of watching it through their eyes but but it was a bit too on on the nose for me it was a bit too heavy yeah oh it's like that for sure definitely but the brain one what is the brain one um, where it's uh, all the different um, emotion inside out. Oh yeah, that yeah, that one's crazy too. It's a sure. it's about the best I've ever seen how the human brain works explained, and it's so deep yeah. and so layered, but so simple. And and what they really uh, do best is speak to the parents and the kids in different ways in the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think that might be the uh, pinnacle of creativity, that production company. You know what I mean? In terms of like, it's like what Jim Henson achieved or what Steve Jobs achieved in creativity. Like Pixar is that now. Yeah. Like it's just everything that they make is just uh, so stunning. Yeah. And visually, visually as well. Like it's like, what the hell? (laughs) It's almost like, you know, when they make a a movie now, you you, you see the definition. You're like, I thought they already had the most definition possible. I know, it's crazy. The the hairs move and stuff on things. I'm like, what the hell? It's better than real life. It's crazy. It's crazy. What's Oh, you ready for your next word? Yes, I just want to say one thing. I thought you were going to say, you've got a friend, the James Taylor song... And then I remember. Oh no, I would never, I would never do that. I don't like James Taylor. You don't? No. Why? I don't know. Cause it feels like I'm falling asleep after five seconds. Starting another one, I just want to gli- lie down and take a nap. Okay, hey, buddy. It's like same with the Jack Johnson. I fall. I feel like I'm. Uh, I want to just like take a nap. <laughs> um, I will give you. Handyman is not a great song. <laughs> um, but I was thinking you're gonna sing. You got a friend, and then I was thinking about something in the way she moves, James Taylor, and he jacked that phrase from George Harrison, right? George Harrison, yeah. Which yeah. he willingly admitted. But the lyrics yes. to Handyman, <laughs> you know that comma, uh, comma, 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 come, 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 that song, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's not a great song, but I will stand behind any other James Taylor song.
1: I think, yeah, I think it's a finger picking thing.
0: I, I don't take a, uh, I don't think he's not talented or not a good songwriter. I just like what he does. It just makes me feel like I'm going to go to sleep. Fair. His whole deal. Yeah. Ouch. But fair. How good or bad he is. Like Jackson Brown, I, I heard was like one of the hardest working songwriters ever and fantastic. Apparently. Like, I like a couple of his songs, and I see the work ethic. I think they're really quality and fantastic, but I don't just, like, put on Jackson Brown record and just get all excited for 40 minutes. I know I've told the uh, Jan Arden-Jackson Brown story, Unloved. She um, uh, recorded the song, dreamt of him doing it, sent off the tapes... And didn't hear back, and then a couple of months later, or whatever it was, it just arrived back in her mailbox. And he had laid down his part of the duet, and it is a stunning song. Yeah, um, cool. he's supposed yes, to be that is a bud. Good story. And uh, yeah, I, I, I prefer Todd Rundgren for that kind of vibe. Bit more edge. But that's yeah, a little uh, yeah. I think just a little more something more going on. But that's my own vibes. Is it, you ready for your next word? Yes. <clears throat> You're going to love this one. Okay. Walking. I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah. Oh, you, I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah. Why what was yours? I thought you were going. I'm walking in Memphis. No. <laughs> gonna that's that's that fair. Sure. Do you know <laughs> I thought it was- the it was second a song for Mark Cohen. The second song that popped into my head was Walking, Walking on the tightrope Rope of Insanity, The La Ferre oh, du man. Moutier by the Box. Wow. Oh, on the twenty third of November, very <laughs> early in the morning. Um Walking. Walking's walking. great. Okay, ready? Here's sass yours. Jordan. That's Sass. Walking, right? That's her doing that, isn't it? Yeah, she was in the band walking. That's what, yeah, isn't walking that the back? On the rope of, of insanity. Sure, must be. <laughs> on the verge of losing mine. <laughs> <laughs> you bring in his, like, full on. Like, oh, I want... say, say to <laughs> me. Saint, Has one of those, like. Uh, Hube- his voice is Saint Hubert. Yeah, yeah, more like <laughs> La Faire du Maurier. <laughs> Because he, when he says, on the verge of losing mine," smoke billows out of his mouth. La filtre de This all the clown amount of smoke just ripping out. <laughs> on the verge of losing <laughs> <mine>. Ah. <clears> okay, <throat> here's That's your like next like word. It, to me, is that like almost the saying like that to... Force more of a non accent, you think? Oh, Saints! Right. It. He graveled the accent out of his yes. mouth. What did he do in Closer Together? <laughs> closer Together, Closer Together. Oh, right, try, he was the... try, try, try. That part. That right, is him, right? <laughs> Ain't got no money. Because it's up to you, it's up to me, it's up to all of us. It's We're up t- to all of us. <laughs> Where is L'affaire du Maurier. How have I never made that joke before? <laughs> he's like, puts his fingers up, and there's three Montreal bagels on each one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cliche. <laughs> up to all of us. <laughs> Four bagels going on each finger. Or he's walking out of the dépanneur. It's like- Yeah, it's the just for laughs clown. (laughs) He's walking out of the Depanel with like 750 mils of Labat 50. One of those like it's almost a pint. He opens the Labat 50 bottle on the door handle of the Depanel. Walking, walking. (coughs) Oh, man. Oh, that was the other jam. We are ordinary people. Ordinary people. And we love <laughs> and one ordinary. another all the time. Da-da, da-da. The big shot. Okay, I feel like this is a joke. <laughs> According to the internet, the members of the box are Jean-Marc Pissapia. He must be the lead guy. Yeah. Sass Jordan. Yeah. And then Jean-Pierre Brie. Like, really? His last name is Cheese? (laughs) Of course, for sure. But I feel like there were, like... There were a whole bunch of members. I know. Wasn't there, like, 15 people in that band? Okay, so, Jean-Marc, this is some great trivia. The band was formed in 1981 by Jean-Marc Pisapia. Maybe maybe the Brie guy is three different people. (laughs) Jean-Pierre, Jean-Marc, and Jean-Guy. Here's... This is a great... Trivia question. Jean-Marc Pisapia was an early member of what other Canadian band? Les Calocks. Les Culottes. (laughs) Or. or, uh... Pantalon (laughs) Court. He was a member of Haricots (laughs) Vert. He was a member. Oh. <laughs> La bouteille! Jean Philippe Gagnon's backing group. <laughs> yeah. For like doing the, the live jams. Yeah, he was a crew member of Juste Pour Rire. He was, um, Jean-Marc Pisapia is an early member of Men Without Hats. Oh, you, oh see? Crazy. Hey. That's interesting, yeah. But then That's here's true. the other thing: oh, the musical box, right. That's different. A musical Box There was a band called The Musical Box from Montreal as well. With really? Denis Gagné and François Gagnon. They were progressive rock. Oh, I remember, I remember Uzeb Uzeb. They were they were great. The Box. I'll stand behind any one of those jams. The Box are legit. And it looks like they're still touring. Really? Yeah. are still rocking? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's a picture of them that. playing I'm and like on. he he's like he's wearing like a um a shirt like a sh- the captain on a cruise ship would wear, like with like epaulets and stuff. Oh, do you think they dipped into the yacht rock? Black cargo pants? Like boat the tours? I don't know. I want to book them. I want to book the box. Okay. It's my turn next. Okay. Or yours. Uh, it's yours. Well, wait. Well, what word did, did you, you give it? me? No. Walking. I get. I gave you walking. That started that. Right. Whole okay. Um. Here's yours. Ready? Yeah. Red. Red. Lady in red. See, I can only come. I can only think of Krista Berg as the last jam. That's good. That was fast. Yeah. I can't. I, like, I, I thought fast, you were gonna go. Should have been better. I thought you were gonna go. Um. Red Velvet uh, by Atlanta Miles. Yeah, or uh, Red um, uh, Christmas. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like one of those. Little Red Corvette. Yeah. Um, Tom Cochran and Red Rider. It's not a song, of course. I couldn't decide between Red and Blue, because Blue's a good one, too. <clears throat> I saw this funny video. You know how on Instagram they always have the reels of like interviews with people? Yeah. And it was, I think, uh, one of the black-eyed pea masks, and it was about him meeting Michael Jackson. And he said it was uh, he said it was at some awards thing or something, and he's like, "Oh, I can't make it. Michael wanted to hang out with him, and he said, "I can't at this time, I have to do this thing at a Prince show." And apparently Michael Jackson and Prince always had a, a thing, or they just didn't get along. Really. Yeah, so the Black Eyed Pea mask was uh, sitting in the VIP with Michael Jackson at this Prince, like, concert in the uh, club, and uh, the Prince is, like, rocking this bass solo, like, do do doo do ba doo ba do ba just then he starts <laughs> walking around the club, and then he goes, he goes over... I guess it's "Will I Am," right? And and, and Michael Jackson there, and then he's like do doob doob," and he goes right into like Michael <laughs> Jackson's face, like kind of like standing up on the table, one leg styles, <laughs> and then he goes back up on stage. And then Michael Jackson like, looks over to Willie Mayhem and he's like, why do, you always, why do you have to play his bass up in my face like that? <laughs> <laughs> why were they at odds with each other? <laughs> they just wanted to see how he played the bass up in my face. <laughs> why were they at odds? I just think it's so funny that... <laughs> He just got mad and said that, <laughs> playing the bass up in my face. That's so pointed of Prince, though. I know, I know, because he was Get doing Get out of this. here, I'm man. Gonna, I'm going to blame this bass up in your face. <laughs> <laughs> it was like telling stick it. Oh, man, it's just such a funny story. How about the night <clears throat> Prince kicked Kim Kardashian off the stage? <laughs> Did you ever beat? see that? Or oh, like kicked her? Like, by mistake? No, he invited her to come up on stage, or she just kind of walked up on stage, and he was like, dance, and she didn't. And he was like, get the hell out of here then. <laughs> no like, way, yeah, there's no video of it on YouTube. He's like, get, get out of here. <laughs> Go. Gonna... If you're not going to dance... <coughs> What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. If you're not going to get up here and start shaking it or beat it. Yeah, beat it. You're not welcome right, at my show. Okay, okay you ready? Here's... Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn, yeah. Or it hit me. Okay. Step. Step? Yeah, I'm step. so embarrassed for myself. Step by step. Ooh, baby. Gonna get to you, girl. I think that's New Kids on the Block. It is. What would you have done for I remember, Step? Well, uh... Every little step I take, maybe Bobby Brown. Yeah, that's a good jo- a good song. <laughs> but the, they're both like the same year, step like '89 or something. Okay, here's yours. Ready? Yep. Run. Uh. Running in the night. <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> what is that? Who is Running that? Running with the night. <laughs> the Lionel Richie jam. Oh yeah, the right. the morning light. <laughs> um, wasn't Friday Night Lights? There was a, a Collective Soul has a song called Run from a movie yeah. soundtrack. I remember Varsity I Blues. <laughs> Ever got a long way to run? That's a good jam collective soul that that song run by collective soul is good yeah i remember those guys lots played lots of shows with those guys did you yeah they were like a duo right they're uh well they were four but uh, i think it's the brothers ed roland and his brother and uh yeah they're from georgia i believe collective soul atlanta i think Good dudes. <clears throat> nice dudes. Hey, guess what? What? I think I'm picking up my new truck today. Come on! Well, not not new, slightly used. 89,000 Ks. Perfect, just worn Got in. Got myself a Q7 Audi bot. Boom. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's Safety really exciting. And, uh, and all that stuff, yeah. So tell us about the, uh, the search. <clears throat> I did a little ripping around, uh to four or five different places. I tried uh Volkswagens and uh Lincolns and uh I think uh You tried the full size Volkswagen? <laughs> yep, I also tried the Infinity <laughs> the Q ones. Yep. <clears throat> and uh what else? Well, I just kind of, I think I ran the gamut on everything. How is the and full-size I Volkswagen? In... I only saw my first one a couple of weeks nice. ago. They're nice. It's, it's really nice. The Atlas? Yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're really nice. You're feeling it? Um, I, I just found, in terms of driving the Q7, I was like, well, the, the difference was, to, in my mind, a lot. Enough to be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm getting this. So, are you saying it has superior so, handling? I like how it's, yeah, it sits no matter how you're turning or up and down. It just feels like you're really centered. How are the cup and, holders? Uh, cup holders are tight. There's lots of room. Yeah. The, you know, it's got three rows, so it's seven seats, although, the you know, the the last one is never perfect in terms of comfortability, but it's still great and tons of room when you put down the seats, so, Yeah so did um all the roommates go to try the cars or you guys narrowed it down and then uh, just narrowing it down they're psyched to uh go for jet jet's been an audi guy forever my brother yep so he kind of he kind of said like well you know if you're trying out these cars and you want something that's gonna last um just do it pull it at least test drive it so exciting that's a big people mover yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm psyched. We're all set for wheels, and um, not that we're going anywhere, but, like, we have the uh, option. I also know once you have so. um, uh, smaller people to consider, uh, especially because there are so many half-ton trucks on the road that I just worry about, especially if you do a lot of highway driving, you're driving a Chevy Spark, and you become a hood ornament yeah. for some half-ton truck behind you. I, no. I I understand all the environmental concerns and stuff of driving bigger vehicles, but, um, man, it's you'd be happy to be in something big if you were in a, a little dust-up on the highway, that's for sure. For sure. I was also looking at the, uh, the XC90, the Volvo. Those are nice. Yeah, too. really nice. And, uh, yeah, again, for safety, because those are fantastic for... The, how safe they are yes but we uh i think this has kind of a little bit of everything that we're looking for what color is she it's, got, it's black which i'm you know it's not my choice but it's fine what would your choice be I always, <clears throat> I, i'm not crazy about black just because they're they, they're hard to see at night and stuff so if somebody's bumping into you or whatever i like brighter colors what would your choice be I, Like red? Like white? Yeah. Just because... Yeah. And that's the only reason. Safety. Yeah. I don't know if I like red. Because red can be dark at night, too. But now... Now that brake lights go halfway across the back of the vehicle and they flash and blink and show up and... Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. Most lighting is pretty safe. And it has the... uh, it's got all the, the cameras and the, the navigation for that tells you if anything's coming up or behind you or whatever. Heck, so that's yeah. Good. That's great, bud. It's really I'm exciting. <clears throat> yeah. So what are you going to do? Hey, are, you got your treat. Are you going to pick them up? It's up at, treat? at uh, school and drive them somewhere? Like show up in the new I car? Will, uh, maybe just go for a rip tonight in it. That's pretty exciting. Go look yeah, at some lights in the new Whip. For sure. Is Anna yeah, going to be I, relegated to the that, back right? row? No. She might want to, just for fun. You've been, uh, I saw that you've been ripping around, checking out lights in the neighborhoods. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, it's, it's a little after dinner thing. Like the, um, the drive around is a move we've always <laughs> done, but the park and walk, there's just something so um, Christmassy about being boots on the ground and discovering different neighborhoods every night after dinner. Uh, We've only done it a few times so far and our town isn't huge as you know we might run out of places to go but um, it's been really kind of a nice thing to do every night so everyone kind of gets to weigh in on one neighborhood and so my plan is we pick um, kind of semi-finalists from every walk and then maybe at the end of the month um, we'll determine an in-house winner. And then, you know, sneak a gift card in their mailbox or something and say we were walking all over town every night and yours was the most Christmassy. So we have different instincts about what makes something Christmassy. I am kind of drawn to subtle and traditional and kind of tasteful. But we saw this place last night where they have like, you know, it's like. Uh, a blow-up santa with a blow-up nascar with a giant reindeer some three wise men and a couple smurfs but they went off um they're getting like the popular vote just because of the bells and whistles i think so there? like if if it if the category <laughs> is noisy there's no question yeah. they like they have a 20 foot inflatable santa and a 20 foot reindeer and the scope of it like uh, snowflakes that light up on the roof and some flashing reindeer on the roof. It's just um, uh, not mixing messages, but it's like... I, I don't remember the story of Santa and the Smurfs at a NASCAR race. <laughs> so I, I kind of yeah. like things that are kind of uniform. Did you get the uh, the that, uh, sky banger to put up the lights yet? No. Um, Carol <laughs> found some net lights. This is the thing. There are three different uh brands they have the holograms now. too now right the, I, i'm not i'm not i'm not uh totally against the shine against the house ones that are pro- getting pretty cool which takes away the climbing on the roof part yeah but it doesn't show not up ge- it doesn't show up on our house cuz our house is log as you too know far away. and it's too far right. away so we have this big front yard and you put a little spotlight yeah. on the front yard and it doesn't even register no, so Carol sure got that. some net lights for the bushes out front, and they look really nice and really tasteful. Um, but there's three kinds of white. There's like warm white, blue white, and silent white or whatever, and they don't jive. So you have no. to make sure you're um, you're doing it white on the wrong side of town. Well, the, the, I assume the blue the blue white is probably the bright ones, like you see the. Don't you know what happens when you stripes? assume? Yeah, exactly, right. Good chat, Bot. Oh, that's it. I'll see you next week, Bud. At nice. That's when I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs>